Let's continue here on Box to Row. We're joined by a gentleman. As a matter of fact, last week was named the best defensive player in all of FCS football as the winner of the Buck Buchanan Award. Last month, he was named the Box to Row Willie Davis Defensive Player of the Year. Also had a phenomenal season for Florida A&M, who had a really, really good defense, one of the top defenses in all of FCS. He is a linebacker originally from Buffalo. He is Isaiah Land of the Florida A&M Rattlers. Joins us here on Box to Row. Isaiah, Happy New Year. Congratulations and welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So the first obvious question, right, the obvious question is, are the Buffalo Bills going to win this weekend over the New England Patriots? You're a Buffalo. You're from oh, yeah. Buffalo. Oh, yeah, that's that's a, that's for sure right there. And we at home with it. My roommate, he a Patriots fan. He from <laughs> Massachusetts, so we got some beef going on. So this, we got to settle this, day, uh, this Saturday. No no question, man. Do, do you think – because Buffalo got the best of New England the last time. Of course, we know what happened the first time as uh, what New England only ran the football – only uh, only threw the football, excuse me, three times in this football game. Mm-hmm. What is it going to take for Buffalo – to win this game? Like, Buffalo's the favorite. I think Buffalo's going to win, but what is it going to take for Buffalo to beat a Bill Belichick team? I feel like they just got to, as long as they, their offense is pretty explosive, so as long as the defense keep them down to a couple scores, then I feel like we're going to be successful. Offense gonna, ain't going to have no problem scoring. It's so, just, it's all on the defense. All on, okay, all right. I, I, I like that. Okay, all on the defense. I know you'll be front and center. So, of course, you're originally from Buffalo, but you grew up near the Atlanta area, correct? Talk about that and sort of coming up uh, uh, coming up in uh, coming up in Georgia. Okay, so I left – me and my family left Buffalo. Me and my mom and my brothers, we left Buffalo in 2006. And we um, we ended up going to Stone Mountain, Georgia. And that's where I played my first time playing football. I was – I played – I was seven years old. And that was my first year. My mom didn't really have any money back then when we, when we first got to Georgia. She got she has she built the foundation, but when we first got here, she couldn't even afford for us to play football. So she used to work the concessions for us to play football when we first started playing. And I stopped playing probably eleventh grade, and we had ended up moving to Gwinnett County. That uh, I think when I was like eleven or twelve years old, no, ten years old, matter of fact. So I stopped playing football in like sixth grade. And then I started playing again my junior year. And little did I know, I didn't know that Grayson, the area that we moved to, was the best, like one of the best football programs in the country. So me just going out there my junior year, I was able to get a scholarship by my senior year. And that's how I ended up at FAMU. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, it's interesting because, I mean, you you I mean you had a really good season overall, right? But in, in particular, and I, and I was – you know, you had such a game with the five sacks um, that you had against South Carolina State. And so I'm like, okay, I text uh, Coach Simmons. I'm like, who is this kid, Isaiah? He's got five, he had five sacks in the game. I mean, you don't hear about that. I think the week before you, you know, you had a bunch of tackles for loss. Um, and, he, and he said, hey, this was like one of my first recruits, if not my first recruit as the head football coach at FAMU. So t- take us through sort of that process with your senior year, did you have any other other offers and why you chose Florida A&M? Okay, so going into my senior year, 
my um my D line coach, like we we played our our defense at high school was a three three stack. So like most of our ends went to college and played like D tackle. Like we had big boy ends, and the only two ends, only couple ends that um that they had, he used to make a little package. And he used to make a package where it was a four down front and we used to pass rush. So basically like my senior year, I didn't even really start. I didn't I just got on the field. I literally got on the field because my coaches, even my head coach Heron, after he left, he called and asked about me like a couple years ago. And like they used to just see how hard I used to go on scout team and how bought in I was to like helping the team get better. So like my coach, he just really wanted to find a way to get me on the field. So he made a little pass rush package and I used to probably play like 15, 20 snaps a game, if even that. And I and I ended up leading the team in sacks my senior year. And uh, my junior year, I was on the JV squad, but I played a little bit of uh, varsity, and then I ended up getting hurt in the playoffs. So my my senior year is where I had 11 sacks. And then um, I had one offer from UT Chattanooga, but it wasn't really like a real offer. They didn't let me commit because I was one of those type of kids. I was like, whatever school gives me a chance, I'm going to go. And I'm just I'm gonna just buy in with them. So when UT Tech came and offered me, I tried to commit that day, and they didn't want me to. They didn't let me commit. So it wasn't, I didn't really take it as a real offer. So FAMU, they came around probably like a week before signing day, if even that. It was probably like six days, five days before the um the last signing day in February, and they had their last visiting crew coming that that weekend for the official visit. So at first, like I was kind of like I was kind of big headed because my my team. In my high school, they send a lot of kids power five. So I was one of those kids. I was like, man, if I don't go power five, I'm going to just go Juco, and they're going to see it, that I'm worth power five. So I was like, because they'll, they'll bring me down there to the field house to talk to coaches, and i just look at their shirt. And I, if I see FCS, if I don't see FBS or no power five, I'm gonna just, I am just I used to just walk out. And one day when the FAMU coaches came, my um my coach, Saints, he was the linebacker coach. He told me to just go on the visit. And then um, – he said, just go on the visit, and then you, you decide if you don't want to go or not. So I went on the visit, and I, I, I fell in love with FAMU, and I fell in love. I really didn't fall in love with the football aspect because that's when they, they were just coming out of, like, they was a losing program. They didn't have a really good facilities at all. It was just the fact that they were giving me a chance, and I just liked the culture of the school and stuff. So I ended up coming to FAMU, and Coach, yeah, Coach Simmons and them was my – like, that was their first year, and that was my first year, so – we were their first recruiting class. So I really just bought into, like, helping build FAMU. I saw that like, after that first season when we had went, like, 7-4, and four, I think, we had I just saw how much the program changed. And then I seen how it elevated even more after we went 9-2. and two. And then it just – ever since then, like, every year we would have a winning season, you could see it on, the, on our campus that we had a winning season. Like, most schools, I go to Alabama, but they go undefeated. Everything go probably look the same. They just add another trophy. But like at FAMU, we we watching them build new locker rooms and new weight rooms and stuff every time we win because it's it's bringing in more money and more stuff to the school. So I just like the fact that I'm helping but build something at FAMU and how it's a historical school and like it's it's been big it's been uh, big time schools trying to get me to go in the portal and stuff lately, but. I just really stick in it. I really bought into, like, the whole FAMU-lead thing. And I just really take pride in, like, playing for FAMU. So um, I just stuck to my word. Is like whatever team gave me uh, a chance, I was going to stick with them and make other schools regret it, basically. Very well said. That is the voice of Isaiah Land, linebacker 
for the Florida A&M Rattlers. As a matter of fact, named the best player in all of FCS football is the Buck Buchanan winner. Also, the Box to Row Willie Davis Defensive Player of the Year as he joins us here on Box to Row. Isaiah, as you know, only a handful of HBCU kids have ever won the Buck Buchanan Award, even though it's named for an HBCU player. Uh, what did it mean to you as a as a as a Rattler, uh, as uh, an HBCUer, if you will, mm-hmm. to win this prestigious award? Uh, it's it's really honorable, and it's like it's it's like my whole journey with football. I always wanted it to be meaningful. I didn't want to just be known for like just being a good football player. I wanted to be known for like being like the first or few to do this and that. So like. It feels good to be the first Rattler to get it, and it feels good to, like, be a part of the HBCU legacy of being great among the whole FCS. So I just feel like all my dreams are starting to fall in line. It's not – they're not – I haven't completed everything I wanted to accomplish, but this is definitely a good start to, like, what I've always dreamed of doing in my, with my life. Yeah. What did you know? I mean, it's interesting because – the hundred black men that the the game that was in Atlanta, Florida A and M used to play in it uh, from time to time. So, did you know a lot about uh, or anything about fam? You or HBCUs for that matter before making the commitment to the Rattlers. Uh, the crazy thing about it, um, before I even was playing football, my freshman year, my my older cousin, she she was a Zeta at FAMU. We came here for their homecoming game. And because she had a little step show the day before the game. So we went to the step show and then we went to the homecoming game. And like before we even got to the stadium, I was just looking around and just seeing like the culture. And I was just like, I wasn't planning on going to college then. I was like, wow, if I was to go to college, I'll go to a college like this one right here. Cause I didn't really know the difference between HBCUs. And I just thought some schools have more black people than others. I didn't know that it was like a set thing, like HBCUs versus PWIs. So I didn't know it was the difference. So, when I seen that, I was like, like I really like this. And the crazy thing about it is, like, a couple years later, that ended up being my 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 only offer in high school was FAMU. So I just felt like it was destiny. Like my mom and my family used to always tell me, like, like it's it's destiny that I I got to go walk to campus before I even played football. And I said it myself that I would play that I would come there. And I wasn't even like on no football right then. I was just coming as a regular student. So. It's yeah. just I feel like it was destiny for me to be a rattler. Yeah, how tough a loss w- was that to Jackson State to open the season? I mean, it, it was really up into a point your only, you know, your only loss, and you know, ultimately prevented you all from playing in the SWAC championship game in the celebration. But although you did get to play uh, some postseason play, but how tough a game was that against Jackson State? A defensive struggle, seven to six. Um. Well, since I play defense, I feel like, from my perspective of the game, I didn't feel like it wasn't really a struggle. It was like they were they were good, but they weren't. They weren't, We were our defense is dominant enough to like where they didn't give us a hard time at all. In my opinion, I feel like that one touchdown they got, they had got like some penalties that led up into them getting that deep into the um, red zone. But I feel like other than those couple mistakes, I feel like we could have shut them out, and that I feel like that game just showed that like. Um, that showed that we wasn't we weren't really we we were that was like a sign. I I take every lesson I take every L as a lesson. So like I take that as like God showing us like we weren't 
we weren't deserving of winning the ring this year, but it was like it, he just wanted to show us that we're capable of winning the ring, but we just weren't deserving of it. That the fact that we won, we lost by one point, and the same team they lost to, that Jackson State lost to, they didn't get a ring either. We th- we thinking this year is going to be us or Jackson State who get a ring. It's crazy how South Carolina State ended up getting a ring, and we blew South Carolina State out the water. I feel like that was just a sign from God that like we just need to buy in more as a team. It's not just all about what we do on the field, I feel like it's like things that's off the field that make you deserving of winning a ring. I don't think it really has to do with talent. I feel like talent gets you, like, a good record and stuff, but I feel like the team that's more deserving is going to get the ring. So I feel like that's why we didn't, we weren't able to do what we wanted to this year. Florida A&M linebacker Isaiah Land. He's the Buck Buchanan winner for the best player in all of FCS football. Also, Boxster Willie Davis defensive player of the year he joins us here on the program so what are you working on now to sort of get ready uh, for next season what are some of the things you think you need to improve or can improve upon um one thing I feel like I need to improve upon is my weight I feel like I need to get up to at least like 230 240 but um also I need a it's been a, it was like a couple games where they they planned for me and it was like I had two people on me so I feel like I need to work on being able to still create pressure with with two people or with somebody chipping me, and because it was it was games that I really like Alabama A and M or um it was Alabama A and M Grambling I had a point five Alabama A and M I didn't have anything it was like it was really like one of those games they just planned for me and like I can't I can't be I can't let that affect my game I gotta still be dominant even if they do plan for me because it was a couple games where I went quiet just because of the fact. They had multiple people uh, on me each play. So I just feel like I need to work on my getting uh, – put on some more weight on and work on my upper body strength so I can shed tackles – I mean, shed blocks off better. Yeah. He had 43 tackles on the season, 25 and a half for loss, 19. Count them, 19 sacks on the season. Isaiah Land, linebacker for Florida A&M winner – of the Buck Buchanan Award for the best player in all of FCS, also winner of the Boxer Willie Davis Defensive Player of the Year for the best defensive player in HBCU football as he joins us here on Box to Row. Isaiah, great to catch up with you, man. I appreciate you, you know, sharing your story or a bit of your story uh, with mm-hmm. us. Continued success in all you do, and we look forward to talking with you uh, during the 2022 season. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be able to um, tell my story.